life out loud. That was our old tagline on 107.1. Okay, is that going? Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, it's a horrific story, dude. Horrific. And I was telling Joe earlier, I just, I don't get how you can reach that level of psychosis. I just don't get it. Why are you videoing this too? And why are you videoing it? And I mean, granted, I get all of that boils down to you're just a severely demented human being. And I get that. But bro, I hate to break it to you. Babies cry. That's what they do. I already read it once. I don't want to read that in-house. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it again. It's just it's horrific, man. Fun Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. agreement. He was sentenced to seven and a half years in prison in 2017. Oh, weird. So wait, he was supposed to be in prison? Yeah. Uh, I still haven't figured out why they haven't updated that guy yet. I got to make a phone call. Okay, we're live, by the way. Well, fine. So I'll make a phone call on the other room. Okay. You ordering pizza? No. You want a sip? No. <laughs> oh, what t- are you are you staying or do you got a jet? No, but I want you to help me record my Rise and Shine video. Oh, let's do it right now. Okay. All I need you to do is is um you're going to pretend to be looking up the website and you keep getting it wrong because I want to focus on that. In fact, I do have to call them because I got to get my garage door. I want to get my garage garage door fixed before. Hello? Hello? Are you ready? Plus, I'm going to wear my Padres hat. Just pretend you're the judge. Yeah. You just say, like, Reese, what are the names you're going to do? What's the name of the website? Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Lots of photo. Hey, uh, I'll be up 34. Hey, GLers, it's Reese here trying to educate yeah. all of my friends, including my guy, the rookie. You looking up yet? Yeah. What are, you, what are the names? What's the name of the guy? The garage hack? Let's see. I back it out of there. Reverse. Should be Call rise and shine. Call rise and shine. I see it. I see it. Is their website okay? Do I spell that out? Yes, Doc. Spell that out. They'll service you seven days a week. Oh, and you know what? Five percent discount for military or AAA members. It's a AAA member. Are you? Veteran? No, I'm not that brave. Senior citizen? Yes. Not yet. No. Anyway, callriseandshine.com. Please mention that you heard about it on the Garage Logic podcast. And ask about the Rooster Club program, where annually they're going to come out and tune you up. It's pretty cool. And they are a This was so easy. Why didn't you tell me? I told you. Callriseandshine.com. Tell them you heard about them right here in Garage Logic. Wow. Once a week. Did you just do it? Quite. The ad? Yeah. That's how we do. And I, and I wore my hat inside. 
thought the one we did last week was pretty good. It was pretty funny. What? What do you want? <laughs> nope, that is Christmas, not. That's going to be in your head all day now, isn't it? I'm watching it fall. Oh, hey. she wants to know what the name of the guy is, and she'll look it up. Give me one uh, sec. Just give me, give me one second. Give me one Terrence second. Give me one second. Terrence. I got to send this to Roscoe so he can post it for me. Seventeen. All right, Terrence T E R T E R R A N C E. Yep. Valdez V A L D E Z. Yep. Leslie L E S. Is there a dash? Is there a dash? Okay. Terrence Valdez Leslie L E S L I E. May you rot in hell. Yes. It'd be a shame when someone strangles them to death in jail. Well, in a perfect world, he won't last 24 hours. How's that supervised probation going? All right, that is sent. Oh, Greece is good for 1 o'clock. And Hauser's right off the bat. No, 12.30 for Tommy. 12.30. Because he's doing, what did he text me? Tommy says, shush. Yeah, he's doing, I have an interview at 11 in St. Paul, then recording at issue at about 1-ish. Is 12.30 okay, or is that too late? And I said, nope, that's perfect. I got frat and what else? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about some ass. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, centric. What was that? No, what's that? What's the ad? Come oh, on. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. No. Okay, don't do that. It gets stuck in my head. <laughs> bumper to bumper. Which is also a show. They sentenced Bannon, huh? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I got the Fratty. Yep. Yeah. I think you're going to have EcoFun. Yeah. As in Eco, let's have some fun. Yep. Yes. And then you're going to have, then you're lambing it today. We got the lamb? You got the lamb. You know, this is National Estate Planning Month. Shut up. Guy emailed me that. No way. Honest to God. <laughs> Did you get me a card? Huh? <laughs> Nothing. A card? Yeah. yeah. For what? For National Estate Planning Day. Rick, like, I need a spiral light <laughs> candle out of you. All these people that joined the town council are getting aft because they're not getting the rest of this shit in the mail. Hey, 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 hey. Takes time. Huh? It takes time. Takes time. Jesus. Well, shouldn't take any love time. Love takes time. See time that town council time. members? I'm, I can't. I can't survive without my window cling. I'm lobbying for you. Life will not go on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Wait, we can't go yet. I need to look at what time the baseball games are. Just one today. The pods. You moron. My pods. One game today, tonight. No, six thirty our time, bro. One of the cuts today. That's right. We're going was back Pyro to Chuck. Pardon? When Pyro oh, Chuck yeah. sheepishly called in. Was that? Did you play the audio of him blowing up the Vikings yeah. game? Yeah. He was very 
uh, embarrassed. <laughs> Wait, now remind. Okay, I know the story. Is this the one where? This is November of 99. Yeah, because I was at that game where he prematurely pulled the string. Jeff George throws the ball to uh, Chris Carter, and Carter, you know, caught the ball after the but big it boom. It was, yeah, yeah, it was. I remember that. I was at that game. That's crazy. Yeah. Were you there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't they, they fired him, and didn't they fire somebody else? He was a good pyro guy. Yeah. Like, whatever happened to him? Uh, he called recently. Oh, he did. Yeah, and I, I uh, regretfully I didn't get back to him. He'll call back. Um, hold on, I'm getting a text back from my source. Okay, uh, she says this might take a while, but I'm, I'm, I'll look him up for you. Everybody who uh, was party to him not being in jail has blood on their hands, as far as I'm concerned. And why, seriously, well, I'll save that magic for the for the radio program. I wonder if I should do this in the first segment. Well, you probably should, because we're going to have Tom, and then we're going to have Pat at one. You got a lot of stuff on your mind? Oh, boy, it's five after already. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Are you good, Brett? Yeah, let's go here. All right. I am rolling. No, wait a minute. I can't find my pencil. You just set it down right here. All right. Here we go. I just saw it. Oh, you got, got it. it. Okay. Got your pencil, bro? Yeah. Got him. Roll, bro. <clears throat> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 949. Ooh. October 21st, 2022. 88 degrees on this day in 1947. Man, the late 40s and early 50s, they had some beautiful autumn days. 16 degrees on this day in 1913. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, what? John Hyde in the newsroom, Wayne for Tony. and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. You know what the Cody Mats told me this morning on the number nine via yeah. weather? Mm-hmm. We may have an 80 on Saturday. Well, that's great, but it wouldn't be a record. Sure it would. No, it wouldn't. I thought you said we just had our last 80. Well, we had our last 90. <laughs> oh. Huh? Say we have Tom Hauser joining us in a bit. There's a new Alpha News poll out that shows Jensen in the lead over Walls. I saw that. You know, polls are worth the paper they're printed on, but that's interesting, isn't it? I Very wonder interesting. how much of the most recent debate influenced that poll, well, in all seriousness. And Hauser was there. Mm-hmm. And he's also, isn't he hosting another gathering? Yep. And, uh, man, if I catch you on your phone or looking at that TikTok today, you're done. <clears throat> I was, no, you're done. I was texting a source based upon information you had requested earlier. Well, we do need a source. We need the name of a parole agent, although it'd be unfair to pin it entirely on a parole officer. Uh, yes. By the way, everyone I've talked to has, like us, has no recollection of that eight-inch snowstorm two years ago. I remember yesterday yeah, we yeah. noted that on yes. this day in on this day two years ago yesterday we had a, a eight inches of snow and no one I've brought that up with can remember that. I remember thinking 
when we had that early snow, it was a bummer because I, I it's coming back to me a little bit. We hadn't done the fall cleanup. We got uh, those maple trees and we'd usually pick up all the leaves. And I thought this is going to really stink. I hate to do this <clears throat> and I wouldn't have read it. It's a Nick Ferraro story in the Pioneer Press. But I read it. If I wasn't doing what I do for a living, oh. I wouldn't have read this story. And my life would be better for it. Unfortunately, there are a variety of stories like this. This one's particularly egregious. This one's tough, man. A 17-month-old girl died Tuesday, two days ago, three days ago, after being severely burned with hot water by her mother's boyfriend and repeatedly assaulted by him at their Maplewood apartment, according to a murder charge. Ramsey County prosecutors on Thursday charged Terrence Valdez Leslie, 26, with second-degree second murder in connection with the death of the girl named Jamari. Leslie, who was arrested Tuesday, remains jailed in lieu of $2 million bail. Well, the criminal justice system is now getting tough, huh? Because mm. that they certainly should have a bail of at least $2 million. And is scheduled to make his first appearance on the charge today. Is there a Ram case where no bail can be set? Yes. I wonder why that wasn't used here. Made a... Uh, Made his will make his first appearance today in Ramsey County District Court. The girl's 18-year-old mother was also booked into jail on the murder charge Tuesday, but later released after investigators found she had no direct involvement in her child's death, Maplewood Lieutenant Joe Steiner said. And this POS is 26? Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. An wow. autopsy by the Ramsey County Medical Examiner's Office showed Jamari had burns to her face. Shoulder, chest, right forearm, bleeding in the brain, and arm fractures. Other injuries were consistent with sexual assault. In my 22 years of law enforcement experience, I've never investigated a crime more disturbing or heinous than this murder, Steiner said at a news conference. Police say uh, Leslie took cell phone videos of some of the assaults before Jamari was severely burned. Words cannot fully capture my feelings about what happened to this innocent and helpless young child, Ramsey County Attorney John Choi said. But know this, we will unrelentingly seek justice for her. Uh, as we'll discover here in a moment, uh, this might have been prevented. According to the criminal complaint, Maplewood officers and paramedics responded to an apartment building on County Road B East just before 7.30 p.m. on a report of a girl with serious burns. In a second-floor apartment, responders found Jamari with fresh burns to her right cheek, both sides of her neck, her right forearm, and her shoulder. She was lethargic and unresponsive. Mm. When medics removed her clothes, they found dark bruises all over her back and abdomen. Medics rushed her to the hospital where she went into cardiac arrest. She was dead at 9.53 p.m. Tuesday. An emergency room physician concluded that many of the bruises over the girl's body were old, indicating ongoing physical abuse. 
Well, then his mom off the hook then. She also had fresh bruises to her face. The doctor noted blood behind her eardrum, indicating a brain injury. Mm-hmm. Leslie told police that she fell into a bath of hot water while he was responding to his dog. He's lying. He said he was drying the toddler. He's lying. Her skin began to peel off. He said he then called her mother, who came home from work. But the burn patterns on Jamari did not appear to match the story, according to police. And measurements of the temperature of the hot water from the bathtub was not enough to cause the degree of burns the girl suffered. Officers also reported the bathtub was dry and the towels were dry. So he's lying. Jamari's mother told police the girl was fine when she left her in Leslie's care on Tuesday. She said he called her sometime between 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. and said Jamari fell in a tub of hot water and was burned. She said she returned home and spent time trying to arrange a ride to the hospital before authorities were called. She said she had been dating Leslie for two to three months and they'd been living together for several weeks. After initially denying ever being abused by Leslie, she did allege he had punched and kicked her. She also said in the past few weeks, Leslie assaulted her while she was holding Jamari and that some of the blows struck the girl. Investigators got a search warrant to examine Leslie's phone and found four cell phone videos he took Tuesday. It also includes a Google, a Google search about the degree of burns caused by boiling water. Wow. In a nearly four-minute four video, Jamari is seen with bruised and swollen cheeks while sitting silent in a soiled car seat. At one point, Leslie aggressively grabs the top of her head with his left hand and snaps it to show the left side of her face. Jamari made no noise. She was probably tired of crying, huh? Later, he repeatedly swore at Jamari as she cried, which was followed by the sound of a loud thud. I was just going to say uh, there was several quotes from him talking about her crying mm-hmm. in this uh, police report. And there's no possible way, if convicted, that we can have him go through what that 17-month-old child a 48-second video nearly three hours later shows Jamari with large welts on the left side of her face. She's sitting on the floor in only a diaper, swaying back and forth, her eyes slowly closing. Her eyelids closed and her eyes rolled back. Out of view, loudly slaps Jamari on the right side of her cheek, rousing her awake. She opened her eyes. Here we go. Minnesota court records show Leslie was convicted of a charge of possessing a firearm by an ineligible person in connection with the shooting of a man during a robbery in North Minneapolis in January of 2016. Attempted murder charges were dismissed as part of a plea agreement, and he was sentenced to seven and a half years in prison in Feb of 2017. He was released from prison four years later and put on supervised probation until August 2023. Leslie's criminal history dates back to when he was a juvenile. He was found guilty of threats of violence in 09 and a possession of a firearm by an ineligible person three years later. We have a means of finding out who his parole officer was, and we're attempting to find that out. And we should clarify. 
yes, he was under supervision, and yes, he has a parole officer. However, the parole officer can only do so much in a case like this. We should point that out. Meaning, meaning the parole officer is not going to be around him 24 hours a day. Correct? That's right. Yep. Well, well how... <clears throat> The, uh, we need to find out what amount of supervision. As far as I'm concerned, uh, the progressive ideology has blood on their hands. 100%. This is a guy that should not have been out of anyone's custody. The only winner in this is the little girl, which is a cliche and it's trite. Uh, but the baby's okay now. She's free. She's okay. Uh, Isn't that such a horrific thing? At the thing cost of her life is, a, is really, yeah, it is sad. And it's unfortunate because you she's progressives not alone. have blood on your hands. You're fools. You're dreadful, dreadful fools. Seeing what his record is, and if convicted, how can anyone be any be lenient at all? Because leniency is the core dynamic of the progressive criminal ideology which is uh, to, to the to take it you to its extreme there is no reform this guy you yeah. can't reform this guy but there the, every every human well the two human beings in this story the male and the female are both destroyed the woman is just as destroyed as he is she didn't commit any violence that we're aware of but she was a helpless disturbed uh, soul to even put up with this this evil creature because he had also been abusive <clears throat> towards her mm -hmm. She's 18 and has a 17-month-old. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, she got an early start. Uh, and there's no indication that Leslie is the father of this child. I do not believe he well, is. Well, they've only been dating two or three months, I thought. Right. But I'm saying uh, where is that? we don't know where the real father might be, and neither does she, probably. And again, not to bring it back to politics. Isn't that fun? But... This, no, this, bring it back to politics. But this entire idea of... of we're not going to we're not going to have people that misstep people that that commit crimes if there's no accountability none of this will change if there's no accountability this crap is going to continue to happen and it's going to continue to get worse mm -hmm. and if you don't think that that's the case then you need to freaking wake up because the Joe you've been you've been preaching about this for years and it's so true and you see it in minor forms every day at least i do the complete lack of value on life. That's a worldwide problem. And it can be something as serious as this, or it can be something as minimal as what I saw on my way to work today. And I've seen this countless times where it's, you know, it's it's a little jam-packed driving, and people are passing other people on the freaking shoulder on the freeway just because they're going to save 15 seconds. Don't mind the fact you damn near wiped out a family that was in a SUV. Mm -hmm. Never mind that. But I got to get mine. I got to get to where I'm going. Right. And that's the world that we live in right now. And it's unfortunate, it's sad, and it's maddening. And it's not going to get better before it gets worse. Okay. Yeah, I have nothing more to say about this except the progressive justice system has blood on its hands. And I, I, I say that with all seriousness. You people are uh, not serving the public.
And well, you it, sure as hell didn't serve this baby. Well, and how about the statement by Choi? I mean, isn't he kind of the A little king, late, John? Isn't he the kingpin of soft on crime tactics? Mm, yep. And now he's going to pretend and get all tough. He's no. He's, I'm sure Choi's upset by this. How could you not be? Well, but it's his type of ideology that allowed someone like this to be free. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know his role. I don't know his role. If if uh, this Leslie Evil committed crimes in North Minneapolis, Choi might not even have been involved. True, but isn't he the same one that said we're not going to prosecute right. any felons? That's right. For well, a routine traffic stop. Right. I'm looking at all of my information here, and I'm trying to find something that will take us out of this tailspin. (laughs) Jesus, God. But this is one story, Joe, in Maplewood in a random week. Mm -hmm. Think of how many countless other stories are just like this happening all over the country right now. I, I just found this one particularly egregious for the depth of this fellow's evil, uh, taking film of it and whatnot. It's just... But we've well, seen it play out. Remember a couple of months back, we had the story, I believe it was out of Atlanta, where two teenage girls killed somebody. And what was their chief concern? Can I get my cell phone back? Yeah. You just killed someone. And all you care about is getting your cell phone back? Will you give me his name again, please? I have Terrence... Vergas? Terrence Valdez Leslie. Terrence Valdez Leslie. I just... His mugshot was taken as recently as 2021. I I want... Immediately, I want to know what was his upbringing? Where did he go to school? It's too late for that now. I know, but I just... I know what you're saying, but it's just... It's too late. It's... That horse left the barn. And I hate this... Again, to go back to the progressive ideology, I hate this notion of, well, incarceration won't fix him. Okay, it might not. But it would save that girl's life. But it would have saved this girl's life. It would have delayed or it would have uh, it would have allowed other people to not be impacted by this evil human being. I don't get that stance. Oh, we don't have enough room. Then build more prisons. I don't give a damn. I found myself thinking that today. Let's build bigger prisons. Right. We got plenty. I'd of rather open do that space. than the, the BS the progressives come up with to spend my tax money. Gender studies. I don't want a gender studies. No. Well, you go ahead and get a gender study degree. You ain't going to get a job. Right. Well, you do get a job. You end up back in the failed academy. It's self perpetuating. I got a note from Howard, who said this email is hard to write. My wife and I are sending our daughter to the great beyond of the failed academy. I knew it was malignant with liberalism, my wife's phrase, but I truly had no idea. My wife and daughter are in Duluth this weekend looking at the U of M Duluth in St. Scholastica. First stop was St. Scholastica, which is a private Catholic school. Frankly, my expectations were shattered. This morning we attended, and this is written today, This morning, we attended a welcome speech for the prospective enrollees, of whom there were about 250 in attendance. They were welcomed to this private Catholic institution of higher learning by uh, a man in a plaid skirt, ladies' red flats, a beard, 
a school t-shirt in soft ladies cardigan named Mark. Pronouns are they, them. We're screwed. What? This is St. Scholastica. Hmm. One of the speaker's comments, deeply rooted in our Catholic Benedictine values. I asked about audience response. I asked about audience response. My wife said lots of squirming from parents and kids. It's bad out there. Still fighting for the center, Howard. Wow. Well, don't send your kid there. Right. What do you got? Oh, you know, I got. I got. Well, not before I tell you about EcoFun Motorsports. Okay. Because. Uh, Hell, it's going to be nice enough to ride scooters and electric bikes today and tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, right now, when you buy a a scooter or an electric bike at EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake in Burnsville, you're getting 100 bucks off because you are a GLer. You tell them you're a GLer. You not only buy those scooters that turn urban errands into adventures or the uh, fascinating electric bicycles, but you buy it this month, they'll store it for you all winter. Nice. You don't even have to take it home then. I would, though. You can ride tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And also, there's 500 bucks off if you're a GLer on these really cool Crossfire 200 golf carts. They had a four-seat style and a dump box style. I'm getting the dump box style. I want to dump kids out of it <laughs> into a big pile of leaves or something, yeah. right? And uh, there's a great deal. I'm, in fact, I got a call because you got to make your reservation. Call 612 612- Three two one eight eight six seven to reserve your spot at the Forest Lake location for winter storage. Tim Bloom or one of his people, they pick up your stuff at your home, your scooter or your electric bike, and then they store it for the winter and you get battery tending and a spring tune-up and winterization and storage up in Forest Lake. It's a hell of a deal. Uh, also, uh, great kids, youth recreation equipment, youth ATVs, helmets, apparel, great service. Uh, Caitlin Bloom, Tim's daughter, is an expert on fitting you in the correct electric bike. It's uh, it's in Forest Lake on 97, immediately west of 35, and in Burnsville on the service road near County Road 42 off 35E. It's ecofunmotorsports.com. I was texting with Hauser. He's actually going to come up here, so we don't have to talk to him by phone, which oh, would be good. great. Rook, I'm going to have you slide over, and I'm going to add your uh, camera to the thing, but I'm going to move camera four so I can get it on. Do you want Hauser? Where's Hauser going to sit? He's going to sit next to Rookie. So, Rook, slide this way just a little bit, and then I'm going to get camera four on top. His mama named him Tommy. Oh, that's the wrong way there, dummy. That Kami uh, Kaprizov, yeah, he's got quick hands. You know what? Breaking. <laughs> That's breaking news. <laughs> Got very quick hands. I wouldn't have made that shot. And he did, with that winning shot, he did what most players can't do, which is he knows he's going to get a stick shoved up his anal cavity at any moment. But he still stood there. He's waiting, and then flick, 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 flick. They're still not very good, though. They'll be all right. They'll reel off about six or seven. You know what I think is interesting? 
if they start to win on the road. Yeah. That happens sometimes. Can you know the, what? Sometimes you win on the road. Sometimes can you win can the Padres win in Philadelphia? Where do you want? Uh, slide this way a bit. Keep coming. Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. And actually sit there for a minute, Rich, so I can adjust this. I'm a lot heavier than That'll be perfect. Okay. Thanks, bro. Yep. Um, yeah, he said, just pull in and have to check a couple things for my show. Where do I find you these days? Wonder if I should run, should I run down and go get him? So he doesn't get lost. No, I'll tell him to run down to HR. I'll just run down to TV quick. What are you talking about? I texted Hauser how to get here, but he's not familiar with our studio. Familiarity. Okay. Copy. Well, they're getting their money's worth right now, aren't they? They really are, you guys. This is how uh, Joe and I act when we're together. Why is the market up? That makes no sense. Because it can't go down anymore. <laughs> it hit its low point. Uh, all right. Matthew's in the Maldives with Haley, and then they're going to Singapore. <laughs> Which is scaring the hell out of me. Singapore is all right. Yeah, but they got that OM, whatever that, uh, not COVID, but something's going on over there. What do they care? Yeah, this guy really, you can't find anything about him. Well, if there's a perfect world, he won't last long in prison. Getting their money's worth on this. <laughs> Aren't you glad you paid ten bucks, people? Yeah, there we go, huh? Let us in. Kenny's I, out shooting something. Uh, Heights. I don't know what the hell Heights doing. <coughs> what? What season deer? I guess you can go after the antlerless deer. Then out the herd a little bit. We got all kinds in my block. Antlers, no antlers, 
<coughs> coming around, edge coming fair of you, and uh, they're just plain as day. Once you hit Howell, I think it is Howell or Pryor, mm-hmm. Howell around one the corner. They were just sitting eating leaves. But that's you don't. That's a blind approach. Where, well, when you're weaving yourself down Edgecombe toward the five, where Fairview and Edgecombe oh. come together, and you can't see those things. Well, what the hell's the deal here? How can Hauser be lost? It's the same bleeping building. He's been forever. He just should have told him to come down to uh, where HR. Why is he doing so much filling at CCO? I don't know. We really can't fill in here. We don't have a... You could we... fill in right here for a podcast. Oh, yeah, you could do that, but CCO always burns through so many people. They're always oh. on vacation or something's going on or Vanita's out. or Okay, here we go. Hi, Tom. How are you? (laughs) If we turn our mics off and I tell you a joke, do they still hear it on the stream? Not willing to risk it. I don't know. It was a joke that uh, Norm MacDonald told on Conan O'Brien. The earth was uneven? No, about his wife being in a coma. <laughs> Do you know that joke? Why is that funny? It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's funny, though. I'm not going to tell it, but I, uh, it had me laughing. Well, this can't be recently because he's dead. Yeah, no, it was, I, I saw it on a Twitter feed. Somehow it came up and um, I got a chuckle out of it. Today is Friday, the 21st. I got to go test drive my MG. Why? It's been with my guy for a month, and the clutch had serious problems, and he thinks he's got it straightened out. But he can't fit in the damn thing, so I have to drive it to see if it's got a clutch. Do you go to the guy over on uh, Cleveland here? No. Got a special guy. Oh, do you know who this guy is, though? No. He works on... No. Uh, he worked on my MJ, uh, the E55. What, the guy off university? He's off... It's university. It's just past that pro stop before you get to uh, the railroad tracks. And it's I just, know where you're that, talking about. It's like where the restoration... Uh, I don't know anything about the guy. Okay. I don't know anything about that. I know he's a GLer. And I know he only works on higher-end cars. MG is hardly higher end. Hmm. They were sixty five hundred bucks new. <laughs> of course, that was sixty five hundred bucks in nineteen seventy seven. Right. When I wanted one and didn't have any money. You painted it like a dummy. No, that was the A. Oh. I had dinner last night with the guy I sold my MGA to. And I said, is it for sale? And his wife instantly said, yes. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> I have right of first refusal on it, but he's going to keep it, which I think he should. But that needs a clutch. I don't know how you deal with all that crap. Well, at that level of car, that's why you have them. <clears throat> it's just fun to bleep Puts with. around with. 
Uh, who is this? Brian Oakleaf. Oh. Brian is on the stream. And he says, uh, it's, I guess it's joke telling time. Fill the silence. What's the funniest joke you've ever heard? That's hard to say. Tom, Joe. Joe. I think it might uh, be. I've uh, never met Tom before. Hi, Tommy. This is nicer than in your old digs. Yeah. What's up, bro? I'm going to have you right over there, Tom, in that, right next to Rookie. Yeah. Unfortunately, not sorry, too close. Sit next to Rook. Uh, not too close. And that's five, right? We're not going to keep you long. Uh, and just so you know, I was just, it's hard to believe tomorrow is the 20th anniversary of the Wellstone plane crash. Oh, yeah? I was just over at the Wellstone Center in St. Paul doing huh. a story about the legacy. You know what? I can't tell you how many times we had him on the air. Yeah. Uh, flaming liberal, uh, but remember on the front porch or, or calling him? Yeah. He was, he was wonderful. Yeah. And now. And he never dodged debates. No. <laughs> we, Walls, we've invited him on, I don't know how many times for both. I mean, since he got on or yeah. since he was in office. Well, I'll tell you when he showed me something. Not that I was ever a fan of Wellstone's politics. But a guy named Tiger Jack died. He had the shack on yeah, 94 Yeah, I knew Tiger Dale. Jack, yeah. And I knew Tiger Jack very well, so I went uh, to a, a ceremony at his shack. Okay. Well, Wallstone and his wife showed up. No well, cameras, no nothing. Well, yep. They were living on Cathedral Hill. Yeah. And they walked over. And that showed me something. Yeah. Because Tiger Jack was so full of shit. You know, he was one of the <laughs> one of the great BSers <laughs> yes, of all yeah. time. What's, what's his son's name again? Uh, uh, he's the gun guy. Yeah, the gun, gun guy. God, he still oh, emails lucky, me all the time. Lucky, lucky Rosenblum. Lucky, lucky Rosenblum. Rosenblum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out there. Do I need headsets? You, I mean, if you want, go ahead. Yeah, Tiger Jack. Better for the it'll make me feel very hey, uh, official. So Tiger Jack told me I'm a boxcar boy. I said, "What the hell does that mean?" <laughs> He said, I was shipped up here with a tag on my toe in a box jar. <laughs> uh, Tom's got about 15, so we got to roll. Yeah, let's go. Are you like, ready? Well, who's got something here? Nobody. Let's just go to Tom. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this guy wears many hats. This just new Dylan? Yes, sir. Joe Suchere. Very uh, sobering, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. Based upon your first segment. Yeah. Tom Hauser's with us, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, longtime political steadfast. You're here for one reason and one reason only. <laughs> I, I can only imagine what that Does is. Does Jensen have a chance? Oh, of course he has a chance. I mean, despite, you know, we we had a poll late August, early September that showed him down by 18 points in our KSTP Survey USA poll. Yep. Uh, some people have been critical of that. I believe in late August, early September, that was an accurate reflection of where he was. It was the week he had made the Nazi comments right. comparing right. our COVID response to what the Nazis did in, in Germany. It was the week uh, or the week after the inundation of ads had started from the Alliance for a Better Minnesota hammering him on the abortion issue. They just released their sixth ad in that series uh, today. And I think it, that was just a really bad week for him. Yep. And then our next poll a month later had him down by 10 points, which is much more manageable. It was a, a 4.6, I think, 4.2% margin of error, meaning it, the race could be as close as four or five. And and now you've got some other polls that are. Are you aware of a digits. new uh, are you aware of a new Alpha News Trafalgar group poll? Yes. That has Jensen leading walls. 
Yes. And, uh, you know, okay. I, and I, and I will, you know, I, I, I never like to denigrate anybody else's poll, but there's no question that Trafalgar group has a Republican leaning. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, generally pollsters who make their results known publicly and not just to a client, yeah. I generally give them a little more credibility because their credibility is on the line. Right. Who wants to put out a, a poll that you it's know misleading. shows yeah. this this uh, this number that I'm sure most Democrats will look at and mm-hmm. say, oh well, there's no way that could be right. Uh, there's every possibility it could be right. And the fact that they're releasing it publicly, publicly means they're putting their credibility on the line. If Walls goes on to win the race by 10 points, which is what our last poll said, but now again, we're going to have one more before Election Day, uh, then their their credibility would take a big hit. So what I'm saying here is who knows? Right. <laughs> Polling right. is so much more difficult. It's never been easy, uh, which is why there's a margin for error in all of these things. Uh, but it's gotten increasingly difficult as people have given Tom, up Tom, what, what is the typical accuracy of a final poll in a given election like this? Do you know offhand? Well, I, I don't know that there is a typical. I can I can speak to KSTP Survey USA. Sure, sure. They have been remarkably accurate okay. over the years. And by accurate, I don't mean that in that they've predicted the outcome of the race because that's not what polls do. Polls tell you where do things stand right now. But you, and generally, you look at the last poll that is done closest to Election Day, and then you compare that to results to, to come up with what happened. To give you an example, uh, in, in 2020, uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, our last KSTP Survey USA poll, had uh, Biden leading uh, Trump by either six or seven points. I forget exactly the ultimate margin was Biden by six or seven points. So it was right on. We've had that experience a lot with Survey USA. They are, that's why they get an A rating from the uh, 538 uh, blog, which does a ranking of pollsters. They get an A. What's the right number? What's the right number? Is it a thousand people? What, in your opinion, what is the right number of people to poll to get a, a feel? Well, th- think about that for a minute. When you're when you're talking about a state of 5.5 million people, there's not a big difference between our polls that might have six to 700 respondents and another poll that might have a thousand respondents. I mean, that that number, that's a minuscule number. They might have a slightly smaller margin for error, but any of those that are are statistically reliable, and we rely on our, our pollsters. They do right. this for a living. Survey USA is based out in New Jersey. They do polling all over the country, have a great track record, and they know they know the number that okay. they're comfortable with. Okay. Do you have and, Jensen and Walls this weekend on Sunday? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> on our debate night. Yeah, uh, only Jensen. Uh, we are. And when is that? That will be Sunday night from six to nine. We will start with the attorney generals. Are they debate. both? Will they both be? They there? will both be there. Why I, will Walls not be there? Do you uh, know? We, Soccer we have we have we have not been given we have not been given a reason why he will not be there. We were told, you know, early on that he wanted to do a statewide race and have as many people compare his positions to Scott Jensen's because he believes more people agree with his positions. And then when the invitation went out, not just from us, but also Almanac at Channel 2, I think Carol Levin uh, made offers. 
I, I know Almanac would have been statewide. Ours would have been statewide. I'm not sure about CARES, but you know we have Hubbard has stations in all over the state, and it would have been a statewide debate. It will be a statewide interview now with Scott Jensen. So paradoxically, it's called a debate night, but only one guy will be there, which does not constitute a debate. So will you be questioning Jensen? Yes, uh, there will be me and two other panelists, Laura Lee, who is a reporter down at KAAL, in Rochester and Peter Callahan from uh, MinPost, who covers the Capitol. He has an office down the hall for me at the state Capitol, very knowledgeable about what's going on. But we will have debates with the Attorney General and Secretary of State candidates. They have all agreed to show up. And I always give a lot of uh, stock in, in candidates over the years who have been willing to debate anybody, anytime. Keith Ellison is one of those people. John Klein, the former congressman, mm -hmm. yep. who I'm sure you had on this show, he would debate anybody, anytime, because they thought it would. Dean Phillips is another one. They think it's their duty to give uh, potential voters, uh, you know, a, a look into who the people are who are running. Did you host the debate in Rochester? No, that was uh, done by KTTC All right. down in Rochester. I did cover it. Uh, they did not have a live audience. We covered it, you know, uh, a live feed that we had of the debate. Is Walls hiding? You'd have to ask him. I, I don't. He's he's he did a public appearance. We today tried to ask him at the fair when he threatened to come on with us every day and never showed up. Right. Yeah. I, I you you would have to ask him what the strategy is, but I'm guessing there are political consultants who are telling him. You've heard the phrase uh, "rose garden strategy." When you've got a lead in the polls, don't do anything that might get in the way of what, cutting. You into mean that like lead. speak? But wouldn't that <laughs> yeah. get in the way? Not showing up for a debate like that of that size, that would be a bad thing to do. If you, you're you know, ahead, you should just go debate. Uh, we, we actually did a, a poll question about that after we realized we were having difficulty getting some people to agree to debates. Angie Craig is another one who's only agreed to one debate. Wow. Uh, but 85% of the people we polled said that debates are either somewhat or very important for candidates to participate in, 85%. Well, wow. Now, we didn't ask a follow-up, will it impact how you vote? Uh, but of all the things that you might factor in, you know, if you're on the fence, you might go, well, this guy wouldn't even come and well, I tell guess me where he stands. One of the things I said the other day, Tom, was when we were reacting to the, the debate that was held on Rochester, and Joe had asked aloud, well, why would he agree to that one and not, you know, and I had said, well, Jensen pretty much has a, a lock on outstate Minnesota, and maybe Walls just says, well, I don't want to potentially lose any voters here within the metro where more residents of the state of Minnesota reside. And I just think this is obviously a strategy on his behalf. Well, absolutely. And, it, and it's all conjecture about why, but we all know there's political consultants who are involved, who are telling him you know, what to do. He will do one more debate uh, coming up on Friday the 28th, so a week from today. Where? MPR at noon. Uh, I'm not sure yet whether there's a live audience for that or not. He has insisted on no live audiences I wonder for why. many of these. I mean, serious question. I wonder why. What the well, hell difference does it make? You know, I, I think in some cases, in, in, and I understand this somewhat, uh, the the audiences are not as civil as they once no. were. No. <laughs> and, and oh, an just, NPR uh, audience would be civil. But I'm talking about about both sides. Well, each side would, would have the ability to, right. you know, you get 100 tickets and we get 100 tickets. Right. I, I even know this from going out and doing live broadcasts in places. People are not as respectful 
as they once were in these public venues. Well, I understand it too. Look at Farm Fest. I mean, that turned in that that turned into exactly what you're talking about. And I think that that was the until Rochester wasn't that the last time that those two had been together in, yeah, in a debate and, style format. And that was 12 weeks ago. So wow. we went. 12 weeks, three months without another debate. We had one that could only be seen by a portion of the state and there will not be another one. It'll be, it's from our research, it's been at least 40 years since there has not been a gubernatorial debate in Minnesota on statewide television. You're kidding. Oh, no, wow. At least 40 years. Wow. Well, that's, that's, that, and I know that, I've, I've been here 30 years and I know in my 30 years, there's been at least one. Was there a sometimes reason? That blame has to fall to Walsh. Jensen's available. Jensen mm -hmm. is, a, he wanted to debate once a week. Yeah. But that the challenger always wants to debate right. once a week. Sure, so, sure. Uh, you know, but in, and in, 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 I don't mean to be in defense of anyone, but Walls is not the only one. Governor Walls is not the only one. This is happening across the country, Republicans and Democrats. If you're an incumbent, why give your opponent any oxygen? If you've got a, a what you consider to be oh, really? a sizable lead, interesting. So this is a strategy on both sides, is what you're saying nationwide. Yes, oh. I, I you know here in Minnesota, it's been a little more pronounced. Well, frankly, most of our all of our statewide office holders right now are Democrats, so that's why we're seeing the Democratic version of it here because all of our statewide office holders are Democrats. Five point five million people in Minnesota. That's almost is that fewer or more meals than feeding our future. Uh, that's right up there. That's a few, yeah, right up there. That's a lot fewer meals. <laughs> that's fewer have. meals. Than they I, I, Joe, I did love your column the other day of, about that and huh. about because it, it begged the question, the millions of meals. Remember, these are supposed to be meals for kids. Yeah. So out of the 5.5 million, I, I'm just shooting off the top of my head, maybe 1.5 million of them are kids, right. maybe a million are kids. And so then the math becomes even more problematic on the number of meals that were allegedly being served. It's a lot of food. It's a lot That's of a, food. <laughs> I don't know where they kept it all. And, and it's amazing. You just, you've got me thinking, and of course I've been thinking along these lines for quite some time, but every office holder is a Democrat in this state. And uh, every statewide office holder. Every yes. statewide office holder is a Democrat. And boy, the silence on the food fraud scandal was astonishing. Just yeah. astonishing. Yeah. And, and you know, and that's going to be one of the topics uh, that we talk about um, in our debates, uh, because that does touch on the attorney general's race. What could the attorney general have done uh, to stop this? And then, of course, we'll ask Jensen about it. But we know where Jensen stands on that issue. He mm -hmm. thinks the the uh, state fell down on the job and did not did. catch any of this. Yeah, well, he's right. Jensen's right in that regard. And so the, the difficult thing for us doing, well, not really difficult, but we're going to do an interview kind of like meet the press style. Uh, the, the three panelists will be asking Jensen questions, but it's not our job to be stand-ins for the governor. We're not going to say, well, here's where the governor stands. Right, so where right. do you stand? It's the governor's job to come up and represent himself. Well, bleep him. right. If he's yeah. not right. there, you have no obligation. So, but we will ask Jensen just where he stands on various issues. It's not our job to say here's where the governor stands because that's his job. Wait a minute, I got a great idea, Tom. I'm talking ratings bonanza. <laughs> uh -oh. Sitting in for Governor Walls, the mayor Joe Sushri. <laughs> yeah. Huh? No, I think you'd have a 15 share. <laughs> I think if you if you do a cut out of walls and you have the thing where the lips move a little bit, you know, it's just it's a really bad. What's your worst graded ad so far? I love I love you doing that too. I pay attention I to too. every single one. It has to be Angie Craig because you're not an ad she runs. It has a 
it, any truth. In. It was it was an ad in the Angie Craig race, but it was not run by her. Although after we gave the ad from, I believe, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, an F for saying that Tyler Kistner was on the record as saying he uh, opposed abortion, even in the cases of rape, incest, and to save the life of the mother. There is absolutely no record of him having said that right. anywhere at any time. And if there were, guess what? It would be in every single one of those ads. Right. So we gave that an F, but that did not stop the Craig campaign from coming out with its own ad saying the same thing. And then another group aligned wow. with her came out and said the same thing. Now I have noticed they've tempered the ad a little bit to say that he, now they're extrapolating things here. They They say that Tyler Kistner thinks abortion law should be left up to the states. Some states have decided to ban abortion, even in the case of rape, incest, and to protect the life of the mother. Therefore, Tyler Kistner must agree with those states' laws. That is, a, that is a big stretch, but that is what they're trying to do. Every single race, even yesterday, I did a debate for at issue that you can see this Sunday with the state auditor's race, and the state auditor, Julie Blaha, trying to make the case that Abortion is on the ballot in the state auditor's race. Something what? I something I never thought I would hear, but I heard that's all that's all the Democrats have to run on. It's wow. it is in almost every single ad. It is remarkable how they have hitched their wagon to this one single issue. It can might, Ryan Wilson can Ryan Wilson win that auditor's race, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In our polling, all three of the other statewide races other than governor are well within the margin of error. Those are all, a couple of them are toss-ups. I don't and want a state auditor focused on abortion. I want a state auditor focused on numbers. Then you don't want Kim Crockett. She's dangerous. Well, the, the, I wondered who did the voiceover <laughs> yes. on that. The, the reason so. they're doing it, it, it's not, well, frankly, the economy and crime are not issues right now that work in favor of, of Democrats. You don't that's, say. That's why you don't see that in the ads. But the abortion issue is all about driving turnout. Whether whether your race has anything to do with abortion or not, you got to turn people out. So every race, even the auditor's race, they're bringing because you're begging for those one issue voters that are going to turn out, right? Because that's that's what they're banking on, and it's it's a it's a high risk, possibly high reward strategy. But we're not going to know until November 9th. Right. That's the day after the election. Thank the you. Way, I do Thank know, you. I do know election day. I think that's a Wednesday. <laughs> yes, what do you envision? Uh, last question. What do you envision for the nation on November 9th? I, I think the I think there is going to be a, a Republican wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not as big as it would have been absent the Roe versus Wade decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think ultimately when a voter either mails their ballot in or they go into the to the uh, election place, they're thinking of things that impact them every day. And in this case, it's the economy and the fear that they're going to get carjacked. Right. They're not thinking about, boy, what if a family member of mine needs an abortion? Now, there are that could sure. that could happen to any any woman, but it's not something that is impacting people every single day like crime and the economy mm-hmm. does. That's why I think Republicans are going to have a pretty good day on Election Day, but I think it might be blunted a little bit by the abortion issue. All right. Sunday night, you can catch 
Jensen with Tom Hauser. Yeah, six to nine. You'll get all three of those races from yep. six to nine yep. on uh, KSTP. And but, just to clarify, you're not taking votes for stand-in. So if someone emails you to stand in for Governor, you're, that that's not an option, correct? Yeah, it might be for my own amusement, ah, but right, no. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. And by the way, our invitation to Governor Walls remains open sure. right up until the time. Just like ours debate. did at the fair. Yeah, so if he it's wants to open. make a last-minute decision, we would So it'll be him. like when Rook and I organize a happy hour and we always invite Joe. And he says, I'm not coming, I'm not coming. We're just still going to... We'll look at the door. Maybe yeah, hopefully he's going to walk in. That you, squeaky door you would look to see if the, if, the, if the doorway is darkened by his shadow, but <laughs> sounds like it doesn't happen. Right. Thanks, Tom. Uh, don't forget about ad issue on Sunday morning. Sunday yeah. morning at 10 o'clock. Got yeah. it. Thank you. That was I'd like great, to get Tom. you half in the bag and find out what you really think. <laughs> I thought I came pretty close to telling you what I really think today. Yeah. Tom, are you good getting back down? You good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Jesus Christ, he's been in the building for thirty years. I just wanted to go get him. And I love the uh, the uh, St. Thomas thing out there on the wall. Where? Oh, the uh, score north. In the hallway. Hall, score north. Joe hasn't oh. been down there for. Three you got He doesn't know where the radio. Home oh, I saw it. Yeah, we're the radio Thomas home of the Tommies. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. See you, Bob. The first place Tommies. Yeah. See you, Tom. Uh, let me fix. Oops, let me mark that down. What? I'm going to mark this down, then i got to uh, get rid of. Rook, I'm going to leave you on that one. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're fixing the screen? Yeah. I see. Damn, he's good. Oh, why don't you give me a uh, spiral? Thank you. you. Ready? Yum, yum, yum. And then we can call Pat. <clears throat> yeah, I'll head on. Yes. <clears throat> Ready, bro. I'm rolling. Spiralite Candles at your service online at spiralitecandles.com. I've been telling you about Spiralite Candles for some time here that it was formed in the garage. It is a garage logic family that runs this business. And if you go to their website, the selections you can see, sizes, colors, scents, Maybe you want an unscented candle. I'm not sure why, but maybe you don't want that. They have that available. The cylinder index candle is available, and you don't even have to have the secret handshake. You just go to spirallightcandles.com. See, they burn in a circular motion. You can see video of it at the website. And you know what? It's kind of a talking piece. It's Bring it over there for a uh, um, housewarming gift. It's fine. Thank you. What is this? Oh, it's not just a candle. It's a candle that burns in a spiral motion. It's not a boring candle. Check them out online. Sp the stair candle. I'm just getting the stair candle right now. <laughs> Spirallightcandles.com. Let them know you heard it on Garage Logic. Stair candle. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Are you going to get that now? Yeah. All right, then I'm going to bail because I have to get to work. Okay. What was this? Was fun. this work? It was fun. <laughs> Enjoy enjoyment. It was enjoying. It was what? Yeah. What would I say? I enjoyed it. What is this? Enjoyable. That's yeah. the right word. Are you my, struggling with that? It's not that kind. I couldn't remember enjoyable. My kid wants to go as Josh Allen for Halloween. What would? What's he look like? He's going to wear the football pads and the jersey and. Oh, I get it. Sure, that's fun. He's sure. a quarterback, Joe. Yeah. Oh, Josh or your kid? <laughs> well, they both technically are. Although he's not he's yeah. not as good as Josh Allen. 
He throws it away if someone's going to come tackle him. What do the Vikes play this weekend? They got the bye. We're oh, buying that's it. right. That's right. The Gophers are at Penn State. They're this ABC Sunday Saturday night game, and they're going to get waxed. You got a charter flight going out there with a bunch of Gopher fans today. Uh, no, I think on Saturday, Saturday morning. They're flying out day of the game. That's lame. They haven't come back. Probably oh, a charter right back too. You got to go out there the day before and party. They'll be getting lit. Lit. All right, he is not answering. I have decided to take a nap. Oh, no, isn't he answering the phone? Well, he texted me an hour ago, said he was good to go. I have never successfully taken a nap. Oh, naps are good. I've never had one. I've tried. I've never have ever oh, successfully you, taken a nap. I've been encouraged oh, to take a nap. Have you? Once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> You ready? Yes. You want an excursion? Is he doing a Roycey walk? <laughs> yep. No. My, my favorite part of the Roycey walk is when he gets out of the car and stretches. <laughs> no phone calls today. Nope, he's good to go. <laughs> All right. All right, I guess. All right. Um <clears throat> you ready, bro? Yeah. I am rolling. Trying to hear the song. I felt sorry for Boudreaux last night. Yeah, boy, I didn't see much of the game. I was fixated on a very fine playoff baseball game. But uh, I, uh, the Boods has had some bad losses, man. They've been ahead in every game, and they're winless. Yes, and they, they've, this was the first time they hadn't been ahead by two goals. Yeah. But uh, once I, I saw the three-on-three, three and uh, once you started the once you saw the difference in skill level of the guys they put out there, you knew the boots wasn't going to get out of that overtime. The commies so, got some quick hands, Pat. I'm going to go out on a limb. He does. He does. How they end up with like the goalie ended up with his back turned to him, and there was a big pile of his own teammates in front. Man, they were running around like uh, the proverbial chickens with their heads cut off yeah. there at the end, weren't they? Yeah. So, uh, so they got a win, uh, and the flower, actually, from all I'm hearing, uh, from Judley and others, the flower was really good the last. Yeah, he uh, played very well. Second, played very second well. Second and third periods. wasn't that good early, but uh, second and third period, and that might have uh, bailed them out a little bit. So. Uh, the one thing, though, that I've never understood, and obviously he's a Hall of Fame goalie, he always decides to play so far away from the net on occasion. I think that's what gets him into trouble. He'll so be much. all right. He knows what he's doing. No, I get that, but he's not the athlete he used to be. He's 38 years old. <laughs> yeah. So is yeah, Rogers. Well, he's a, he's a wanderer. So, uh, but that's okay. He's, uh, uh, you know, they had to get a win. You don't want to start a, a four game homestand to start the season and go and leave. Oh, and four, or even, you know, with, with, with one point for a tie or something. So, Pat, you when you get a win, 
when you watch these baseball playoff games, you really learn how far away the twins are, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, what they bring out of the bullpen. Wow. <laughs> How about sure. Ryan Presley? Yeah. I Our think guy, he'll pitch yeah. every game. Uh, well, he could every time they're going to try yeah. to clinch it. Twins could use a guy yeah. like that. I'll say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they uh, they went through the suffering with him when he was a rule fiber. What? He got to go back to 15 or 16, doesn't it? I haven't yes. looked it up. Yes. And uh, they they... I remember fans really getting down on him when he blew a couple lines. You know, he's, he's supposed to be pitching a double A. What do you, you know, give him a chance here. I always liked him a lot. I had some good conversations with him. A good old Texas boy with a big truck, and he'll go out and shoot an animal. Well, how did the, the Twins, uh, <laughs> no, how did he leave here? They traded him. Uh, they traded him to Houston for Alcala, who's got a bad arm and has been shut down, and then, uh, the uh, very mediocre Gilberto Celestino oh, they yeah. traded him, but that was when they were, that's when they were dumping guys because they uh, 18 when they were, uh, you know, they decided that when they got to the trading deadline that they should stock up the farm system with young phenoms. So they traded Escobar and that's how they got Duran out of that trade, but uh, to uh, Arizona, but they, the Houston thing hasn't worked out too good. He's a, uh, you know, he's got, they were talking about it last night, and they're right. He's got about five different pitches. He throws a slider, a curveball. He can throw 98. He, now he's got a changeup, too. He's uh, He's got a variety. He wasn't as sharp last night as he was in game one. No, I agree. In, he was yeah. fantastic in game one. But yeah. uh, I don't think they're, I don't think Dusty's reluctant. That's pretty good with all the arms they have in the bullpen when they decide to make him the closer. And he was 33 out of 37 in the regular season. So It's been a clicking sensation the last couple yes, of weeks. Is. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Well, last night was the first game that I did not leave very often. Mm-hmm. The Yankees made some ungodly plays in the field. <laughs> Their infielders made mm-hmm. about three fantastic plays uh, last night. You know what I love? They had the roof open. The wind was yeah. swirling. Yeah. yeah, and I saw Aaron Boone's quote. He might be right that uh, he thought that judges' balls stay in the park because the roof was open. Yeah, that the ball doesn't carry quite as good in there when the roof is open as when it's closed. And uh, I thought when he hit that one, it was it was out. It was, and it certainly would have been out. In the, I mean, it certainly would have been out in Yankee Stadium by about eight rows. What so. what major <laughs> right. league field has the shortest right field? Yankee Stadium. And I heard a great uh, quote of, regarding Judge. There's just as much money in right field as there is anywhere else. Yeah, right, oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he, you know, he he figured that out uh, fairly early. Uh, unlike our guy, Big Miguel Sano has yeah. never realized that uh, when you're uh, when you can hit a ball 430 feet, uh, it's okay to hit it 410 to right. Too. That's you know, right. That's okay. Yeah, and just just that pitch away. Instead of trying to hit it up there in the left field second deck, just hit it out over into that porch. That's right. Pat, I had asked aloud yesterday, you know, I don't know who to root for in the ALCS, and then it dawned on me last night watching the game. You know what I'm rooting for? I'm rooting for a dogfight seven-game slobber knocker so these two wear each other out, and that way my Padres can beat whoever comes out of the American League. That's what I'm rooting for now. Now, how did you decide you're a Padres fan? Oh, I've been a Padres fan for quite some time. Patrick, you know that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I always adopt whatever team I like the best. I'm not a big Philly guy, so I'm rooting for the Padres. 
yeah, well, this is like my reason for rooting for the Wizards, you know. <laughs> the other day, I'm rooting for the Wizards because my niece's husband is their chef. There you go. <laughs> well, you got a legit reason. Yeah, yeah. They're, nice they're damn guy. near family to you. He's a nice guy. I went to the wedding. Uh, you know, I want him. I don't want him to say, okay, we missed the playoffs again this year. We got to get rid of the chef. Right. right. <laughs> we, don't want, we don't want him to blame that. So, Can uh, the Gophers I, win at Penn State? Nope. No. Okay. No. 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 All right. I don't, I don't believe so. Although, did I see? Judd told me this morning they're only a four point dog. That's, That's because both starting quarterbacks are not expected to play, is what I was under the assumption yeah, of. But the one team is, I mean, Michigan beat them bloody, you know, Penn State. But, my God, that's not the same as what the Gophers have done the last two weeks. That's still a pretty fierce defensive team, Penn yeah. State. I, I don't see them. Plus, Joe, they have the feared annual whiteout tomorrow. Oh, that's no. right. Everybody's yes. going to wear their white shirts. Oh, oh no. 107,000 people. There'll be 2,000 Gopher fans there, and the other 105 will all be white. Now, how can you expect it to win during the whiteout? You can't win during a whiteout. No, you can't. Not during the whiteout. The whiteout is going to get us, man. So what we'll have is we'll have the whiteout, like a fresh blizzard of snow and a couple of yellow dots like dog urine throughout the entire. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I'll tell you what, that is something. I've been up there twice, I think, up two, three times maybe up on that plateau where they put 107,000 in there and uh, on many days and uh, the uh, I, I got the one day I was driving up this was before the Sandusky scandal and uh, Paternos was doing his they were replaying Paternos Wednesday night weekly show and to get on the Paterno show and ask a question you first had to tell him how fantastic he was for 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody who called, it was what a privilege it was to talk to Joe, how great a Joe was. Everybody had the preamble of how wonderful Joe Man, was. Man, maybe if we had done that, you would have taken phone calls during the ride with Roycey. Yeah, that's true. He could have called in and say, Pat, what a privilege. <laughs> 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 attention to uh, Padres at Phillies tonight? I am going to the Timberwolves game, so oh my I probably God. will not. I'm going to go watch uh, Rudy Gobert take on his former team, the yeah. Utah Jazz, tonight, yeah. and I'm interested. I think I like this guy already. I like his attitude and his... And uh, as somebody said on Twitter to me, he said uh, he looks like the adult in the room. That's yeah. a great yeah. definition, yes. Yeah. With rest of these uh, you know edwards going four for 17 and not thinking about you know what how much time there is in the clock and d'angelo and cat did you you didn't see any of that game the other night did you i did i uh, there was last night wasn't it no there was two nights i'm sorry nights. Uh, i did not see they it throw, 
they're they're screwing around the whole third quarter. They're screwing around the fourth quarter. They're still not put this team away, right? Mm-hmm. They finally throw the ball out front to Cat, and he's a really good three three point shooter from out there. And he makes his three, and it puts him up by like seven or something, eight maybe. And it's it, it pretty much guaranteed they're going to win the game. And he's coming down. He kicks out and kicks the guy uh, that's guarding him like two feet away. And they take away the basket and call a foul on him. What is he doing? Yeah. It was just stupid, immature, idiotic stuff that he still does. I, I don't know. Do we ever he, learn about his health? Uh, obviously, he must be fine. He's fine, but he did. He did. He talked about all the weight he lost, and he had, he is skinny. Yeah. I mean, he is thin. He's 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 saying two thirty five or something. I don't believe that. But, wow. Uh, he, he usually plays in the two fifties, so uh, he he did he did have something that made him sick, and it wasn't COVID. But who knows? I don't know what it is. He is a, he is a if he told us, then we wouldn't be talking about as much, right? Right. He, he wants us to. He loves the drama. Man. Yes, he does. So yeah. He won't. He won't tell us. But he's also still their best shooter. He's the guy that uh, they. The thing about that game the other night. It's the last game of the year that they're going to win when Edwards and Cat go six for 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, between the two of them, six for 27. That ain't going to get her done again all season long. Pat, we'll talk to you Monday. All right, gentlemen. Have a good weekend. Thank you. See you, Patrick. Thank you. Bye. I got a note from John Noon in Dallas, Texas. All right. And I love it when GLers help the old mayor with his clients. Especially out-of-state ones. October is National Estate Planning Awareness Month. I did not know this, and he said, I'm not making this up. Is it worth mentioning during an Eckberg Lammer spot? Of course it is. Just trying to help. Johnny Fargo and DFW. Nice. About 20 miles south of the Dallas batch of the country's tallest buildings. Eckberg Lammers has been creating estate plans and wills for more than 70 years. I hate to tell you this, you're going to kick the can. And when you do, you don't want your family to be struggling with what you left behind. You want it all organized and keep it out of the hands of the courts. And that way your family gets everything settled just the way you would wish it done. If you don't think you need an estate plan, think again, you have stuff. And if you don't have a plan in place for your family, the courts will decide for you. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want. Maybe save you some taxes. They also can help if your family's trying to shift some property around. Those things can become problematic. Uh, Eckberg Lammers will not let that happen. They've uh, been building this in the communities through long-term relationships with their clients for more than 70 years. I have an estate plan. If you don't have one, I highly recommend it. And uh, they're great people. And to top it off, of course, they're GLers. But to really top it off, this is Estate Planning Awareness Month. You can't beat that. No, you can't. Call Eckberg Glamours. They're going to get you uh, all fixed up. And as soon as I find their phone number, I'm going to tell it to you. Here it is. Call Eckberg Glamours <laughs> at 439-2878. That's 651-439-2878. Or visit Eckberg Glamours at eckbergglamours.com slash will. Uh, what's left for ads? I'm just going to do 30 bales. 
uh, right now. You we, mean we or? can scramble it, and I'll do thirty bales, and then you want we can play the scramble theme, but well, I still have some, some items to do. Okay, before this day in history, I think we should have Tom on more often. Well, but you see what I say? You can't. He is so polished and so careful. Yeah, that you can't get. Uh, but what it does, though, you can't get a stab out of him. Right, but what it does, though, doesn't it give us added credibility? We don't need no stinking credibility. <laughs> but, I mean, it's one thing for me oh, or He's Rook the best Kenny, in the game in town. That's what I'm saying. And and to have him, first of all, he listens every day. And second, for to have him in our backyard, I mean, he walks upstairs and he can be on the show. Well, he got lost, but that's all right. We just didn't know where we were. Right. <laughs> I got some stuff that's hilarious I might have to save this. Dang, I'm not kidding. That Hawthorne water is pretty damn good. I'm glad for you. Yep. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this about St. Paul. Oh, it's got good water. Kelsey's got a good point. What? I didn't mention this. Uh, is he a council member? Kelsey? Yeah. I would. I don't know. Kelsey, email us if you're listening right now. Um, he made a makes a good point here. Walls is already losing ground with families and specifically mothers. Hang on. If he's reelected, he will no doubt follow the CDC and teachers unions and demand that kids get uh, the jab following the science. That would be wrong. I agree. But it, it, he's and I, I guarantee that's one of the reasons why he won't be on that debate on. Let's make sure we give everybody a, ma a vaccine mandated, even though we're not going to hold Pfizer or Moderna liable for anything. Right. Well, that doesn't make sense. There was a guy. Uh, and I, I, you'll know the name, but it's escaping me right now, that was basically citing all of the different stories of, of kids that had the vaccine all under the age of, I, th I believe, 12, and all the health problems they had as a result of it. And I'm thinking, why, why is all this stuff being ignored? I'm, I've told you the other day, I'm, I've become terribly comfortable without thinking or worrying about COVID. Yeah. Hasn't most of the I country... got a flu shot. Well, sure, we I all always do. get a flu shot. But... Haven't, I ain't getting no booster. Hasn't most of the country also followed suit with that? I hope. I'm not getting a booster. I got sick twice. I'm not doing. I'm not taking that chance again. Oh, you were sick as hell. Too. The first time I got sick, I didn't think I was going to make it. <laughs> Is that how bad you were? Yeah. Well, the doctor didn't think I was going to make it. That wasn't very comforting. Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, well, he didn't say that, but he Jesus. said, you've got to get to the hospital right now. They thought I had sepsis or septus or whatever that crap's called. Hmm. All right. I, I mean, why did I suddenly have blood clots, for Christ's sake, in my lungs? I've never had them before. Oh, hey, but I didn't get COVID. Right. It's just a weird coincidence, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's what you're paying for, town council. Yeah, health talk. <laughs> uh, okay, that's edited. You ready to go? Uh, yeah. Is that the right one? Okay. <clears throat> All right, I'll let Tony intro us, and then I'll do 30 bales. 30, 30 bales. Rolling. Right. Today is Friday. T G T I Friday. 
It is, and if you are going out and about this weekend, why not stop in at a Scratch Kitchen located right here in the Twin Cities? I'm talking about 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. You know Todd and his family, they're the crew, and they've been supporters of the Garage Logic podcast for some time. I got a great email from Bill, says, Reeves, thanks for the recommendation on 30 Bales. The wife had the Ahi Tuna BLT, which I have not had, by the mm. way, but that sounds fantastic. I myself went with your advice and had so jealous the pot pie yeah oh i mean short rib pot pie is it that's pretty tough to beat it is it was very good and by the way uh craft cocktails made right in-house at 30 bales restaurant but if they have food for anybody whether it's a picky eater a healthy eater a burger lover it doesn't matter they're going to take care of everybody in your family you've got family in town take them to brunch brunch saturdays and sundays from 10 a.m to 2 p.m Happy hour Tuesday through Friday, 3 to 5.30 p.m., and lunch Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 3. It's a great spot for anybody, whether you're on a date, whether you're bringing in family. It doesn't matter. Go into 30 Bales. Please let Todd and the crew know that you heard about on the Garage Logic podcast and see their entire menu online at 30bales.com. Joe? We've been wondering who might really be behind the food fraud scandal. <laughs> I'll say. Because we're just operating on the idea that it was so massive although there's probably bigger ones in the country, but here a quarter of a billion dollar food fraud scandal. We kicked around the idea somewhat facetiously, might it be the mafia? And I said yesterday, no, the mafia wouldn't be that stupid. And uh, Brian Matura sent us the, uh, and we can't play because of these damn FCC rules. Not FCC, copyright laws. Copyright laws. He sent us the YouTube clip of the scene in Goodfellas <laughs> where the gang has successfully uh, pulled off that Luthanza heist. Right. And now they're having a Christmas party when some of these Goombas show up with new cars and mink coats. And Robert De Niro uh, starts to go crazy. And he said, yeah, Brian writes yesterday when he said the mafia wouldn't be so stupid and purchase all of these expensive items, which would bring attention to them. I instantly thought of a scene from Goodfellas, the best mafia movie ever made, in my opinion. I concur. The gang is celebrating at a Christmas party as they just pulled off the Luthanza heist, and Jimmy Conway, Robert De Niro, scolds the rest of the gang as they show up, one with a pink Cadillac and another who bought his wife a a $20,000 mink coat. He repeatedly says, what did I tell you? Don't do anything to bring attention to yourself. Are you stupid? Are you stupid? Fantastic. And that's exactly right. Don't bring attention to yourself. But it was a wedding gift. It's in my mother's name. I don't care, you stupid. <laughs> and then GL takes the mink coat right yeah. off the gal and yeah. says, get rid of this. They're doing <laughs> you stupid. Uh GLers, as only GLers can link, because euphorians uh cannot link. Uh people in Liberal Lakes can't link and Diversityville and uh what have you. Uh, let's go with uh, Tom Fraser, who's going to link crosswalks, uh, the pedestrian law, okay. to my uh, tirade I had the other day, maybe it was yesterday, about stay on your own side of a busy street when you go for a walk. Well, that was a couple days ago. So you don't stop traffic. Why All do you right. have to cross the street to continue your walk? you got a whole bunch of area over here to walk. You're saying if you need to cross the street, pick a much less trafficked street, right? Kind of. Oh, Christ. I was supposed to say, please use dad of three for name. Sorry. His name's Bob Miller. Okay. I already blew that. I don't know why he doesn't say anything in here untoward. 
Joe, I owned a car repair business for 30 years and always had a, ma a machine to monitor HCs, hydrocarbons in essence, uh, unburned particles of fuel and CO, partially burned particles of fuel, which is akin to soot. That background and the dashboard information available on many vehicles that displays what your current MPG makes me question the law of the land that brings motor vehicles to an immediate stop when a pedestrian walks into a crosswalk. All vehicles achieve their best mileage and least pollution when they're cruising and the worst mileage when accelerating to increase speed. Sure. The same principle makes me a huge proponent of traffic circles versus intersections with stop signs. I now drive a school bus in my retirement, and the amount of fuel expended and the pollution created getting that big yellow baby to speed up again because a casual walker and fluffy can continue to the coffee shop without breaking pace baffles me. See the linking there? That's a good point. They hate yes. cars. They hate fossil fuels. They don't want anything to do with it. And yet you're making the fossil fuel engine work harder by demanding that it stop. And what's missing from the, that line of thinking in those laws? Logic. Logic. Well, here we'll go to uh, Jenny Rowan. Tree inequity and hatred of independence. On yesterday's show, you spoke about the lack of green space and time in nature unscientifically related to lifespan. A light bulb finally went off for me. The same they who claim the urban poor are disadvantaged because of a lack of trees and time spent in natural spaces are the same people who hate the American dream and mm -hmm. want to contain the population in urban centers. Disingenuity and hypocrisy are as easy as breathing by these people. You need gardens and trees and green spaces, but stay in the urban areas where we can control access to the man-made nature that we'll put there for you. And you'll thank us because we are saving your life. The people they supposedly champion are being used as pawns while the rest of us are demonized. That is, a, that is the awakening that I hope to see play out one day on a nationwide scale. Why too many people buy into this? Jenny and Monticello. And Bert had the same similar thought, uh, emailer Bert. I find it interesting that we are urged by the left to live in sustainable high-rise rabbit warrens in the bustling urban core with no automobile and are then told about studies that we have tree inequity and living with nature prolongs our life. You can't live on the 15th floor of the Bolshe Arms and have trees or an indoor garden or much of one. You can also get you also can't get in your car and go out to nature as you don't have one. I suggest tree inequity is imposed upon itself by the left. These clowns cannot link. No, a, they can't. That's a great These point. are great thoughts by GLers who know how to link, and the rest of these morons have no clue how to link. So you mentioned the uh, the fuel consumption based upon acceleration. I am going to post that video that you and I watched earlier today. I believe that was also sent by Kelsey mm -hmm. of the amount of time it takes to recharge a Hummer electric yep. vehicle at, at the guy's house. Expl explain what we watched. A guy is gonna he he just films himself a little YouTube video uh, showing how long it takes to charge his Hummer, and. Uh, Think it in one application. It depends what what kind of his circuitry he's using. Right. But what the one application with a normal play took four days. Four days. He was at four percent. Four he's days. Backed up in his own driveway. 
He plugs it in through some type of adapter to his own wall unit. And he said, oh, this will be charged in four and a half days. Yep. And then he had something called a juice box. Yeah, they did that, it quicker. That was, But it was still more than 24 hours. Right, right. So. Only because they come to us all the way from Marlith Park in Umpumalonga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com. On this day in 1850, October 21st, Swedish settlement in Minnesota began when Carl A. I got to change my cheaters. When Carl A. Fernstrom, Oscar Roos, and August Sandal built a log cabin on Hay Lake in Washington County. Huh. Right. And on this day in eight in 1967. 1021. In 1967, what happened in sports? Hold on, I should know this. October. Wait, well, it's, it's North Star related. How uh, do you know? Well, that's that was their inaugural yeah, season. Yeah, you're pretty good. Okay. It was their first home game. Thank you. The North Stars uh, played their first home game, beating the California Seals three to one. Who'd they become? Okay, I want you to find out. I meant to look that up. Look it up real California. quick. California Seals might have become a Let's team that Guns owned. In Cleveland. And then that team merged with the North Stars. California Seals were based. It's a Charlie Finley team, I think. Uh, Okay, you ready? Yep. The California Seals were, in 1961 to 66, were the San Francisco Seals. A minor league team. Then they became California. Then they became Oakland, the Bay Area Seals, the California Golden Seals, and the Cleveland Barons. That's right. They became Cleveland. Until 1978. And then what happened? That was it. I think then the Barons merged with the North Stars. Is that right? Well, they uh, George and Gordon Gund All right. um, owned. Look the, at you! They were reclassified after just two seasons. The team merged with the Minnesota North I'll Stars. Now the Dallas Stars. Boo hiss! As a result, the NHL operated with seventeen teams during the nineteen seventy eight to seventy nine season. Don't uh, ever doubt my memory. No, not when it comes to hockey, especially. Man alive. Ohio did not have another team, obviously, until the Columbus Blue Jackets joined the league in 2000. Wow. The Kansas City Scouts became the Colorado Rockies, who became the New Jersey Devils. The Quebec Nordiques then became the Colorado Avs. Wow. There you go. Just a little hockey trivia. Have a wonderful, warm weekend, GLers. I'll say. You gonna you gonna hit him today, bro? Uh, no, I've got stuff to do. Okay. Uh, this weekend in this wonderful weather, why don't you do us a favor and hit the subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube channel? There we are posting daily content for your amusement, and you can also follow us along on all of our social media channels, which is of course Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Download that Pod MN app and search all sorts of various podcasts. And if you haven't done so already, join the Garage Logic Town Council for just $10 a month or $100 a year. You're going to get 24-7 members-only live audio stream full of recordings, best of segments and replays, a council membership card, you, a window when you, claim. When you went to find Hauser, was just me and Rook in here? Yeah. So we didn't say much, and we just said, how do you like your 10 bucks now? All of that and more. Just go to garagelogic.com and... Uh, Hey, you can sign up for all that joyous material you'll have. Have a good weekend. <laughs> I figured you two would have a nice conversation. People uh, could hang out. Hey, I was I, doing my email. I was you, doing something. How you doing? <laughs>
Does baseball ever switch to a more conventional network? I guess in this I day think, and age, well, FS1, TBS, and TNT are conventional networks. Fox carried the Padres game the other day. It's on FS1 tonight. Right. At channel 878 at my house. Okay. Yeah. I think Fox also is going to carry the World Series. At least I would assume they did last year. The regular nine? You yeah. Mean? yeah. Yeah, the niner. Well, the problem is, I mean, unfortunately, right now, people want to watch the singing comedian or whatever the hell that crap is that they put on Fox. Yeah, the mass singer. Hey, didn't you find it shocking when they were when the Padres game ran long and they started the weather alert? And I thought, did you see that at all? I did not. So, you know how you get the beep, beep. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get bludgeoned with a, you know, thunderstorm. Where here? No, 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 no. They announced that that thing went off, and the scroll was, "Don't worry, we're going to run the mass singer in full replay once the baseball games conclude." I thought, yeah. "Are we? Have we really dissolved to that point that we got to warn people?" Tom Hauser from Five Eyewitness News joins us. Okay, <laughs> you don't care about that. I either. don't really. Hank, let me let me save the show really quick so we don't lose it. I mean, we've already lost it. Um. Wow, this is taking forever. What the hell? All right. Today is Friday the 21st. Oops. 10, 21. Okay. You want to start with Mr. Hauser. Tom Hauser. Of Channel 5 Eyewitness News joins us, period. Okay. The sad tale of a dead baby girl. You want to say something about being who quite likely is the victim of progressive. Who quite likely is the victim. Oops. Is the victim of progressive. Yep. Policies. uh, Progressive. Of a progressive mm-hmm. judicial system. Read me that sentence back. Hang on, let me add the A. The sad tale of a dead baby girl who quite likely is the victim of a progressive judicial system. Okay. Hang on one second. I got to respell Tom Hauser. I had the caps lock on. Kit. Uh, and finally, Royce. Uh, no, a GLers do some wonderful linking, period. And then Patrick. Linking. What the fudge? Linking and Racy with his weekly sports report. Yes, sir. That save sure did. You got big plans for the weekend? Yeah, I'm going to can apricots. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, uh, no, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm, I yeah. suppose I should put yard stuff away. I'm shocked you're not going to golf tomorrow. Uh, I got to do stuff. Oh. I might tomorrow. I don't know. Like you could Sunday too, because it's supposed to be in the 70s, like both days. 
it's a long title. Holy crap. On that YouTube video, not our show. Hey, I can use my car again in four days. I'll come visit you. What now? Well, if you were to use that Hummer, you know, if that was your source oh, of yeah. transportation. Yeah, I might come visit you, but uh, I got to wait for the car to charge. You still want to like? I don't either. Except if it's a Schmelz Countryside ID4. Well, but honestly, with your commute, you would be a candidate. I'm a candidate. Yeah. But I don't want one. But you don't want one. No. All right. <clears throat> Hello. GLers, thank you so much for the town council subscription. We'll see you on Monday.